if if you're a high net worth individual and you're not taking a proactive hand and protecting your digital identity, you're in for a bad time. Especially if you're having an affair. Welcome to another episode of Bourbon and Data Breaches, where we cover the five most interesting data breaches from this last week and one of our favorite bourbons. I'm Steve. Nickel. Howdy, I'm Shu. Nikki. This is Miguel. Our first topic, Signal booby traps its own encrypted messaging app to hack its hackers. Signal was able to exploit holes in Celebrite's code to execute its own software on Windows computers used by Celebrite. Uh, quoted, there are virtually no limits on the code that can be executed. Uh, this was said by Signal CEO Moxie Marlin spoke. Um, you guys are huge advocates of Signal. What do you guys think about the story? I'm fine yeah. with it. I, I appreciate their proactive security measures. So, so I, I read the in-depth blog post by Signal and I found it fascinating. Um, they they basically got access to this company's private uh, reverse engineering iPhone delocking software. Did anyone see that? Yeah. Yeah, so, I read that blog post. So they said it, it fell off a truck, but we yeah. all know it happened. Um, <laughs> and so they go through all of that private proprietary software. Um, and I just loved every part of it. And uh, yes. Great. Every app should be booby trapping itself to prevent exploitation. Yeah, what's really cool about this story is that the, the, the technical details is that they found a way to basically poison any data that Celebrate scans for. So, um, and they highly insinuated in the blog post that they've added that already to the Signal app. So uh, this is going to be a, like a nightmare for law enforcement, right? Because anyone that scans a phone, you can say, well, Signal's on it and Signal is messing with these Celebrite data. It's pretty amazing. That's great. <laughs> like we didn't even ask Signal, like think of this, this is a free app that not only provides end-to-end -end encryption, it also fucks with any attempts to scrape data from your phone. Yeah. Like, that do they also save orphans in their spare time? Like this is the best you could ask for from an entirely free service. One interesting conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory note that's going on in my head. So March 29th, Signal was served with the grand jury subpoena from some district court in California to turn over data. And of course, Signal is not going, uh, Signal erases all the data, so there's only so much that they probably can't comply with the subpoena. This report comes out just a few days ago. I wonder if it's related. Do you think it's uh, a hidden message? Like I, what Like or, what that or, one company did where they- or, But this is very typical of hackers, right? You have or just corporate world in general. I have this tool, I'm going to use it. And the second party goes, oh yeah? Well, I have this tool, I'm going to escalate it. Maybe it's a revenge thing for Signal, don't know. So there was a famous app that was a privacy app and they were served with some sort of secret subpoena and they 
put like a release out like killing the app and um they had a hidden message in it saying something like we've been compromised um in latin um and i feel like this is the opposite um i feel like this is signal saying we're gonna we're gonna fight this which which i i think is great um i i'm a big advocate for personal privacy and if uh we have companies like signal uh yeah like scramble everyone's phone they, they said they're going to download random files and just put them in random places great wonderful is celebrate one of those uh kind of off the shelf tech that i think we covered in a previous episode where schools were buying it so they could break into students phones is this one of those Probably, yeah. I don't think it's off the shelf. I think it's one of those things that are that's really expensive, um, um, a very customized service app. Um, I don't know if it was in that uh, LA school district story. I can't remember if it was. Um, but Cellbrite's interesting because I know that for a long time, they were assumed to be the company that broke into the San Bernardino terrorist phones. And as of a couple of weeks ago, it turns out that they weren't, but many in the community assumed it was Celebrite. Yeah, that, that's tough because you, you understand the need for law enforcement to try to gather evidence, but also we're not gonna do that at the sake of privacy. And so everyone should download and make use of Signal. Use signals, great. Although sometimes I want to encrypt my encrypted data before I put it in the signal. I wish I could do that. This is very reassuring because uh, actually, well, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I, I use WhatsApp a lot more than I use signal because in here, yeah, but I, I need to go with the trends, you know, in here in Argentina, nobody really uses signal. WhatsApp is popular, but it is not encrypted and it's Facebook. So that's two yeah. strikes. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not reassuring, but it's either that or just to talk to you guys. Yeah. Well, I we use Signal for phone calls. It's wonderful. Great, great call quality. The app, yeah. you have to like restart the app every time you want to do a phone call, but whatever. It's fine. Really, I don't get those problems in my computer. Yeah. But yeah, the call quality is great. I mean, on par with Skype or any any other of those tools we use. I think it's better than Skype in terms of uh, encrypted calling. Skype was, encrypted calling was always so annoying. Like we'd it takes have to so much time a, to set up. We'd have to, and then we'd have to make a new encrypted chat each time to like mm -hmm. re-encrypt the call. It was stupid. Uh, so topic number two will be covering from Threat Post, uh, headline reads, Oscar bait, literally. Hackers abuse nominated films for phishing and malware. Um, in the hopes of watching an Oscar-nominated movie, users visited a site where they were shown the first few minutes of a film before uh, they were asked to register to continue watching. During the registration to confirm region of, reg of residence, uh, the victim was asked to enter their bank card details. After some time, money was debited, 
debited from the card. And as expected, the films did not continue to play. Real bummer. Um, Shocked. What yeah, if- and I, I thought the nominees themselves were depressing, but this is, uh, it turns out that it goes even lower. Like th- this is the, that's tough. Who, who wants to see uh, Nomadland so bad, so bad that they're willing to punch in their credit card details 15 minutes into a movie? That is surprising. Why, why would you, if you're on a sketchy site, which we all have been on a sketchy site to watch a movie, uh, why would you then give it real credit card information? You, you can just go directly to Hulu and be like, hey, Hulu, you made Nomadland. Here's my money. Use some regular site like Hulu, Amazon, Apple, Netflix. Don't use a sketchy site. You'll have to jump around to find out where these movies are, but generally the big one, the big real legitimate players will have movies. So yeah, you know how the big legitimate players like to start content and then suddenly stop it right in the middle and ask you for payment then, you know what they do. I think movie theater should start doing that. They should let you into the movie, sit down, give you a snack, start playing it and then see who wants to stay. They do. They do. They're like, sir, you can't eat hot dogs in here, sir. You have to leave. It's a rip off. It's time for a bourbon break, he says as he's drinking bourbon. Uh, For this week, we have a favorite Evan Williams single barrel vintage. So I am drinking uh, barrel number 99. There you go. Um, This is an unopened bottle. So I'm going to open it right now. And then I'll do a quick tasting. And then we'll talk a little bit about this bourbon. So I absolutely love uh, this bourbon by Evan Williams because it just punches above its weight. I mean, Evan Williams, uh, people see it all the time. They think maybe it's a bargain brand. Um, But this is a single barrel that's been aged for the last seven to eight years. And it's just incredibly smooth. this is a wonderful sipping bourbon with a really low price tag. I think I got it for 25 to $27. Um, to get this type of flavor from a single barrel is great. Um, it's sweet. It's not overpowering. Um, there may be a little wheat in it, a little malt, um, getting some rye. Uh, we can look at the mash bill in a second. But just drinking this, you know, get a little rice spice, maybe get a little oak, maybe a little honey, um, uh, medium finish, uh, just a light, wonderful sipping bourbon. Um, we've covered this one before uh, and 20 episodes in, uh, it's still a great bourbon. Um, if you're looking for an entry bourbon, uh, I highly recommend this. So to talk about them real quick, Uh, this is a Heaven Hill brand. I know we've covered a few different Heaven Hill brands and people have strong opinions about Heaven Hill. Shu, do you like Heaven Hill? Uh, Not really. There you go. Strong opinions. Beautiful (laughs) distillery, beautiful visitor center. A lot Um, of fun to visit. 
we have Heaven Hill Distillery. It is in Bardstown, Kentucky. Right next to Willet. So there you go. Get a, get a two for one special and then walk home. Um, beautiful distillery. It's got some great brands. Uh, obviously, Elijah Craig does a lot of advertising. I've seen this McKenna that's advertised all over the place. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. Um, Larceny, which we've, we've featured before. That's a great weeded bourbon. Uh, quick rundown of this one. So they did the 2011 at uh, Breaking Bourbon. Uh, we are doing the 2013 because that's what's available. Uh, age 78 years, corn, rye, and malted barley. So no wheat in there, but the malted barley gives it a very similar taste as the, uh, as the wheat. Um, and what they say, they said that uh, everyday bourbon. No, that's not what they said. Bourbon everyone should have on their shelf. So that's a ringing endorsement. They got three out of five barrels. I'm giving it seven out of eight, no, seven out of 10 hacks. So you can do the conversion there. Um, you know, caramel, vanilla, oak, caramel, and then cinnamon toast crunch, which I'm going to call bullshit on. Um, so that's what we're drinking this week. Cheers. Stumbling on to topic number three from the Daily Mail. Computer hacker who exposed plans for a European Super League faces up to 25 years in Portuguese prison for revealing club's financial secrets. Rui Pinto, a football fan, a football fan who campaigned against corporate greed in the upper echelons of the game, is on trial in Portugal for revealing the financial secrets of elite clubs. He's 32 years old, so he's looking a lot of time, but he created the Football Leaks website, and it, it, they're basically saying that he was accept, uh, attempting extortion uh, for hacking into the systems of some of you know, Europe's top leagues, mm -hmm. but his allies describe him as a whistleblower uh, who has leaked 70 million documents exposing backroom deals, including a leak in November 2018, revealing the plan spearheaded by Real Madrid president Florentino Perez for the European Super League. Fascinating story. He'll, uh, he'll be out by the time Ronaldo retires. This <laughs> is the dumbest hacker I've heard of. Like, there's a reason Snowden is in Russia. Right, like we we all know what happens to whistleblowers. They 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 don't last terribly long, um, because whistleblowing is not always legal in your country. Um, yeah, this this seems like a very silly story. There's leak sites. There's WikiLeaks, right? Like, why would you make your own website to leak shit? Why don't why wouldn't you just go with any of the other anonymous leak sites that you could use? Because that was the line in the article there that was the differentiating factor they allege that he extorted and it's one thing snowden has supporters snowden has people rallying for him and supporting him the problem with this but as far as i know snowden never tried to extort anyone this guy tried to extort people that's why he's in jail for 20 30 some odd years he, he's in jail for 20 30 some odd years because he pissed off the wrong people he, he's and in jail, yeah, for for several decades because he built his own leak site. Like, look, if you're going to hack someone, 
and then make your own website registered in your name. Like what happens next yeah. is on you. If, if you rob a jewelry store, you don't set up another jewelry store right next to, you know. Yeah, set up a kiosk in front with the same jewelry. Right. Like fenced, Bob's jewelry. Hey, you fenced that place, shit. Just as good. I, w- I would still argue that if he just leaked the data, it would be a different ball game. True, he probably would be prosecuted, sentenced for something, but not 25 years or whatever. I think the well, extortion is what is the, is the thing that's adding a bunch of... I'm going to try to provide a different angle here because we are now in my realm, in yes, the soccer, yes. Let's talk about you would soccer. call it. And, yes. and, and extortion, soccer and extortion. Soccer and extortion. I two favorite topics. I mean, I deal with those daily. So actually here, I don't know if you guys were aware, but there was like a, like a big argument between Florentino Perez, which is the, the dude from Real Madrid, I think he's the president or something. And he felt at some point that the Champions League, which is like the most important uh, soccer slash football tournament in Europe and arguably the world. Uh, pro- well, probably barring the, the World Cup, maybe that's, that's more important. But even, even if that's more important, the Champions League, it's like the second most important uh, tournament. And Florentino Perez and some other guys uh, from England, I think Newcastle, Manchester, and some other like huge uh, teams in the in, in Europe, decided that the UAFA was not paying them enough, so they decided they were going to build like a parallel league, that they were not going to compete in the Champions League anymore, and that lasted I think one week since it was announced. They already, they already, all of them decided to back down. But I'm saying this because maybe this guy that actually had that information felt that he was doing like some sort of favor to the sport itself. I'm thinking it might have been due to that, uh, which is, which of course also can be translated as stupidity. But I think it's more in, in, from that area that the guy was thinking, yeah, I'm going to be the hero that saves football or supports the people that are trying to do better for football, soccer. Moving on to topic number four, uh, we'll actually be jumping into uh, a hack cache of what was posted onto the Happy Blog. So Reevil had posted to their Happy Blog, search Treehouse Hotels. If you want your data to be stolen, then just stay at this hotel. Um, all data posted with permission from Mr. Patrick, the security manager, as they do not care about the personal data of their guests, which, well, they just really singled out that guy. Uh, We'll look at their website, um, treehousehotels.com. It's very inviting. They have uh, things sprouting, as you can see. Anyways. What do you guys have to add on to this developing situation? This is a lot like SEPA. Remember that insurance company out of California where they outed that director? Yeah. Like just completely eviscerated them for like a week. So obviously feel bad for the hotel and anyone that stays there because your information's in the hands of Re-Evil and we know what they do. Um, The, yeah, I mean, if you get called out directly by Re-Evil, uh, welcome to being infamous. Um, that's a special, you're in an elite club. Um, 
this this hotel is interesting because uh not on my radar maybe it's a big thing in london looks nice i'd, I'd stay at it but maybe under an assumed name yeah this is um it's kind of it, it's interesting because we're getting funny re-evil back again because for a while they were kind of just all business and now we're getting funny re-evil again um and also this is this highlights an issue here this you're, you're right this is not a hotel chain this is a hotel with one hotel potentially two in the future but it's a small company and they were they were targeted makes you wonder why was it an opportunity uh of convenience crime of convenience was it uh targeted uh i also i have a i have a theory um that uh re-evil has at least two different writers of disclosures one is the funny one we all know him but one is at least a serious one like i re-evil had five hacks this last week or more uh four were serious one was funny. So Mr. Funny Re-Evil Hacker member, we're on to you. And we're just waiting on uh, Ransomware Batman to find out who you are. Clearly they hit their quotas. Like once they hit their quotas, then they could kind of like ease up and, you know. Well, the, the, the funny on. one has been less prevalent. So yeah, uh, maybe he's low on his quota. So he's got My one this week. My theory is that he went on vacation. Serious one took over as his backup, and now funny one back is back with his wife and kids. And I wonder back. if he went on vacation to Treehouse Hotels. He might have. Yeah. So, oh crap! This place. Uh, so Reevil, we're on to you. There's at least two of you posting on the happy blog, and one of you is funny. The other one's not trying hard enough. The other one's all business, man. Revo was was Quanta last week, wasn't it? Mm, were they? Have to keep up. There's so many of these games. Oh, no. and there's so many of these. Dude, we we follow like thirty ransomwares on Hack Notice. Because maybe maybe they did get that payout. Uh, could be. Who who hacked uh, Apple or the Apple uh, third party? I think that was right one. Now. It was Revil. Was so, it Revil? Yeah. Really? And there was they, they were all reports. business on that one. Yeah, they were following reports that said that their post was taken down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously there was no public facing messages that said Apple happily paid 50 million to get rid right. of this situation. That's that's why so, they release it on the happy blog because once you pay, it disappears. And that's why you use hack notice because we always have it forever and ever final thoughts on uh treehouse hotels yeah i hope i hope you didn't go to treehouse hotels to have an affair because days out there now. oof dark shoe dark these are small soft targets with that hold a lot of damaging data so mm -hmm even though they are small organizations, they have to protect that data. Well, they, uh, they, it's always an afterthought in the process, right? If, you're, if you think about yourself setting up a hotel, what's your first thought? Is like, I got to get it built. 
I got to get it designed. I got to have the right staff. I got to do my ads. And now you have people coming in, giving you their PII and trusting you, but the security is an afterthought yep. always, yep. but it's yep. gotta be, it's gotta be core to the business process. Yep. Got to find the right yoga teacher. Well, and you think about who stays at Treehouse. It looked like a luxury hotel in London. So you're going to have targeted people, high net worth individuals in that data set, just guaranteed. And if, if you're a high net worth individual and you're not taking a proactive hand and protecting your digital identity, you're in for a bad time. Especially if you're having an affair. And that divorce is going to cost you. Yeah. Maybe don't go on affair websites as well. <laughs> Moving on to topic number five, DC police department hit by apparent extortion attack. Um, the Washington, D.C. Police Department said Monday that its computer network was breached and a Russian-speaking ransomware syndicate claimed to have stolen sensitive data, including on informants, that it threatened to share with local criminal gangs unless police paid an unspecified ransom. A Russian-speaking uh, ransomware syndicate? It's very oh, specific. no. Yeah, How will we ever narrow it down? <laughs> Wow, a lot of snitches are about to get made. There's, there's a lot of levels to this story. I'm just kind of uh, interested to, to see what you guys think in terms of when they point out Russian-speaking ransomware syndicate. What is it? They come to mind, like three, four? Five, six, seven, eight. Is there a limit? Does the limit <laughs> exist? I mean, I'd go with 30. <laughs> 30 to 50 ransomware syndicates that are russian speaking i don't know miguel yeah. you deal with the russians a lot how many russian syndicates do you think there are well at least 50 i mean there are a lot um so this story is interesting because it is a police department and police departments do have sensitive data one thing we learned from blue leaks is who was under observation. And that is potentially as damaging, if not more, uh, to ongoing investigations because yeah, your, your CI is fucked, right? We can all agree on that. But who's, under, who's currently under investigation? Like that's a defense attorney's wet dream. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of one-way tickets from Washington, D.C. to places like Missouri, Ohio, Wyoming. Omaha, Nebraska, Station. working oh, at a Cinnabon. Yeah, yeah, or Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, love Cracker Barrel. Better call Saul. Yeah. Um, uh, they have just screwed up with a lot of, um, a lot of internal investigations here. Like everything that Washington, D.C. police is investigating right now and potentially could tr trickle up to the federal level is screwed. I'm, I mean, you had the insurrection and the Capitol takeover. They're actively investigating that. I'm sure there's yep. a whole lot of information that they don't want to come out from that. And I'm sure the D.C. police is involved. Yep. I had one kind of thought if 
the ransom is high. It's unspecified. If it's super high, where does the police department get this money to pay it? Taxpayers. It, yeah. it always fucks over the taxpayers. Whenever we list any municipality, any city or state, you know who pays it? Taxpayers. They, they just take out new bonds for it. Yeah, and the, and the problem is, again, that they exist at a really critical nexus of really sensitive data that affects people's lives. And, and also, unfortunately, you know, Fed and SLED is not well known for uh, their forward thinkingness when it comes to uh, upping their security plans, programs, and infrastructure. Well, so. and, and city governments too. You, you think city governments have taken on uh, a more involved role that just makes them more of a target, right? You've got a city police department that's obviously going to be involved in federal level investigations. I mean, Matt Gates is being in, uh, investigated. He's in D.C. often. I guarantee the D.C. police are involved in some way. Allegedly. 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 Which are, what, what are we alleging again on, on Matt Gates? I don't know. That he's in D.C.? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I would, if I was Matt Gates, I would say allegedly to everything. Yeah, I heard the, uh, the D.A. is going to give him exactly what he wants. Eight to 12. And oh, good times. This has been an episode of Bourbon and Data Breaches. If you liked what you saw today, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you didn't like what you saw today, fight those people. Uh, if you have a bourbon or a breach you'd like us to cover, you can contact us at contact at Until next time.